0: The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network.
1: Good evening, everybody. This is another edition of Wrestle Podcast, and my guest tonight is a former three time OVW TV champion, Randall Floyd. How's it going?
0: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you
1: today? Pretty good. Thank you for uh, coming out of your busy schedule to come on the show tonight.
0: Absolutely. I, uh, I just got back from the park from walking my dog, so I'm, I'm ready to ready to
1: talk. All right. I can tell you're like in a great mood after you walked your dog. So what kind of dog do you have?
0: That's <laughs> right. I got a Corgi. He's like a year and a half, so he's a little, uh, little
1: Corgi. <laughs> I bet you love that, don't you? He's the
0: best. Uh, Walter is his
1: name. Oh, that's cool. All right. Um, <laughs> so what sparked uh, your love for uh, professional wrestling growing up?
0: Oh, man. It, uh, growing up, the, uh, from I'm from uh, kind of northwest Indiana where it's, uh, it's all cornfield. So there wasn't a whole lot to do outside of uh, sitting inside and watch TV. So Monday night uh, rolled around and I would, uh, uh, I think, The way I remember it, uh, my my parents were flipping through channels and I saw uh, something that caught my eye. It was two guys beating each other up in a ring. I I remember saying, hey, turn that back. It it turned out to be uh, WCW. So this was when Monday Night Nitro just kind of, I think, just started. So 95, 96, somewhere around there. I'm five or six years old and just uh, wrestling kind of caught my eye and I never, uh, I really never looked away from it. Uh, So kind of something that I've always kind of just grown up. You know, really enjoying watching, and now that I'm inside the uh, the ring doing it, I'm having even more fun.
1: You're a huge uh, Macho Man fan as well.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm a huge Macho Man fan. Uh, one of my earliest memories of wrestling is uh, seeing the Macho Man. Um, I think this is NWO era Macho Man, so I like the, uh, I'm a big fan of the bad guy, Macho Man. So it wasn't until later that I got to go back and see, uh, You know, uh, kind of clips and matches from, you know, the 80s when he was in his true prime. Um, But yeah, he's something, there's always something new I find with him and I really enjoy the macho man.
1: That's pretty good as well. He was a great talent in the ring, especially that flying elbow. Flying
0: elbow, yeah, that's something I would like to do. I just uh, tried it a couple times. It hurts me, I think, more than it hurts the opponent. So, gave up on that one.
1: Um, When you got a little bit older, you were an amateur wrestler as well. Yeah, so um, taking
0: it back to, you know, 95, 96, I'm 5 or 6 years old, this stuff caught my eye, and I, it's something I, I immediately wanted to jump into, so uh, my, my parents signed me and my brother up for um, local wrestling camp, so we had a wrestling club there, um, so I show up to first day wrestling club, and nobody's hitting anybody with any chairs, so I was little confused, I was a little disappointed, uh, but eventually, you know, a couple years into it, uh, amateur wrestling was something I... I stuck with it and I really fell in love with belt sport um, and just really dedicated all my time to that while also letting the uh, professional wrestling cook go on the side. I, I constantly watched and, and read up and just tried to learn as much as I could and use my amateur background to now, here I am as a professional wrestler. They kind of, more or less, they, they really go hand in hand.
1: I bet that really helped you prepare yourself when you uh, trained to become a professional wrestler since you had a little bit of that amateur wrestling experience.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, 20 plus years of, uh, almost 20 years of being a, an amateur wrestler uh, when I finally jumped back in, or jumped into professional wrestling um, the, the mindset of both of them, it, it, it's very similar. It's You go in, you, you put your head down and you just you, you blow through any sort of drill or whatever they got lined up for you, you just you put your head down and you just push yourself as hard as you can. I think that um, many years of, you know, winning all these championships and building myself into uh, a pretty decent um, amateur wrestler helped me, I think, pick up professional wrestling quicker than I probably should have just because I had that same mindset of, I want to be great at this, I'm going to do whatever it takes as far as pushing my body and, and get myself in the best shape that I can to be the best professional wrestler that I can be.
1: So what brought you to uh, Louisville and uh, train over at OVW? Uh, so
0: being from... I went to school in Indianapolis. Uh, that's where I wrestled in college. I um, did all that with the, the, the mindset of I wanted to be a professional wrestler. So the closest thing to Indianapolis was Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, I think at the time when I got finished with school, um, Impact Wrestling was still there, so it was a little bit harder to get into. Um, So I actually, I I flew out, uh, a friend of mine and myself, we flew out to to California where we lived in San Diego for a year, and I trained out there uh, with SoCal Pro Wrestling for a year to kind of get myself ready, and I I just wanted to be as ready as I could be for, you know, um, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Impact ended up moving themselves out of there, and I uh, it, it made things a little bit easier to get in. So, um, I uh, actually I started out in California, and then what like, the whole plan was to get myself to OVW. Um, I, I just really wanted I wanted to be in a place with such great history, and you know, um, a history of just getting guys to uh, you know WWE and Impact, and that's that's where I wanted to be. That's where I see myself. So. I just wanted to be there and train with the best, and um, I hooked myself up with uh, Matt Capitelli. Um, This would have been a couple years ago, and he got me into the program. Um, From there, I met Rick Rogers, um, who has helped me tremendously as far as um, all this with WWE. Um, Essentially, all my contacts have been made through him, so um, I I can't thank him enough for hooking me up with that, and it's really helped kind of fast-track what I've been trying to do and that is to, uh, you know, wrestle for a, a major major organization and, um, again, you know, be the best wrestler that I can be. And I think that now all the steps that I took, it's kind of got me into a really great position here now at OVW um, with Al Snow as the owner. Um, our, our possibilities are truly limitless here as far as what we can do um, as a company. So very much uh, the long answer around that was...
1: All that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty good as well. And, um, I also love your, um, old school technical, uh, in ring style in the ring when you wrestle your opponents. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, I, mean, I, I just kind of, again, want to, that I kind of use to make myself different. Um, today's wrestling is a lot more different than when, even when I was growing up, you know, 20 years ago and I started watching, um, it was a lot more um, technical and a lot more emotional Um, and that's kind of the idea that OVW brings as far as teaching their students um, is we want to bring in and break down those basics and and, I mean essentially all I'm doing is just super basic wrestling adding in my amateur background and just throwing a little bit of motion in there And, and, and the idea is to uh to essentially draw money and that's what uh, kind of old school wrestling does um for the most part um not that there's anything wrong with the new style of wrestling that we've kind of adopted i guess the indie style as it gets called um I, I like it a lot honestly it's it's perfectly fine um and i can do that if i need to but for me um that old school style is what i grew up watching and it's what i it's it's what drew me in as a fan in the first place And now that I get this opportunity that I am now uh, essentially the person I grew up watching that I want to kind of emulate what I grew up watching and, and put that on the screen myself. So, um, the old school style is, it's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, I mentioned Rip Rogers earlier. I mean, he's 100% the, the old school guy who was, you know, he was trained by uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, a guy I grew up idolizing. So, um, he teaches me a lot of things that Randy Savage taught him. So um, whether, you know, he's teaching me himself or he's, I mean, today he sent me a match and said, watch this. I want you to learn a couple different things from it. Get back to me. Would you watch it? So he's always doing things like that for me. Uh, sending me matches, telling me guys to look at, um, <laughs> like Rocco Ball, uh, or Rocco, Roller bowler, Rocco. Oh, man, I just butchered his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roller Bar. Roller Ball Rocco um, Guys like him um, Johnny Saint Just kind of old school Style wrestling guys That I could mix in You know with my Amateur background That kind of really Fits in With my style So um, I watch all those guys And it's kind of Just helped me Set myself apart More or less As You know The, the technical wrestler Which um, I mean it really just Going back to what We said before Kind of just really Fits in with uh, the way I move, the way I feel, and kind of what I've been training my whole life for as an amateur wrestler is to, to get
1: to the situation. So I'm just going to essentially use it what I know. I mean, that's really it. <laughs> it's pretty good. And also I noticed, too, when you do the um, old school style as well, I see a lot of, uh, you learned a lot from Rip of the in-ring psychology. You can see that into the character and your persona in the ring as well.
0: Right, uh, and the whole idea... We're just in there trying to tell a story. So uh, at the end of the day, that's all that it is. So the better you can put that across, the more the people are going to be invested, Um, and you know the more people are going to keep coming back uh, to watch. So that's our goal right now is just to get people in, get eyes on us, and uh, you know where we go from there is it's pretty much wherever we want to go. So that's the whole idea.
1: Hey, that's a good idea as well. Um, you've also wrestled a lot of great talent in OVW as well. Um, let's talk about uh, Tony Gunn. What was it like to get in a ring with him?
0: Uh, it, was, it was a ton of fun uh, week in and week out whooping Tony Gunn's ass. So uh, that was a really good time. Um, Tony is a great guy. I really like Tony. He's somebody um, who I, I respect very much inside of the wrestling world. Um, when I first got Toby W, um, he was somebody that would, oh uh, well, most of the time it was, "Hey, don't ever do that again," kind of thing. Where you're just going out there and getting a feel for who you are and what you do. Um, I think one time I took like a, like a goofy Ric Flair bump, and after the match he said, "Hey, don't do that again. That's not you." That's like, oh, okay, uh, kind of things like that. So he's always somebody that's been there to give advice and to to help learn from. Um, and it's always great to have people around like that. Um, the wrestling world, it's not necessarily full of uh, people that are willing to help you out like that. So, um, you know, working with Tony, you're able to learn a lot. Um, and just sitting back and listening to Tony, you're able to learn a lot. So the when I, when I got to work with Tony late last year, um, from start to finish of our program that we had, Um, I felt myself, you know, um, to use like a video game reference or something, I was able to level up quite a bit. I felt myself, you know, level up quite a bit um, with working uh, with Tony. Um, Tony is somebody yeah, who just is going to make you push yourself um, inside that ring, and that's all that I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, an opponent, somebody that's going to push me to the limit and uh, at the end of the day just make myself better. Um, and hopefully make each other better. I mean, we're in there essentially working, working as a as a unit. So that's that's what we're looking to do. But yeah, it was a lot of fun working with Tony. We had some we had some uh, some good times um, and some uh, kind of funky funky match stipulations, I guess. But they were it was all good fun.
1: I'm also another guy you had uh, you know great chemistry in a ring as well, and you um, you guys wrestled your heart out against each other. And that was uh Dustin Jackson.
0: Yeah, uh Dustin's another guy that I mean he's he's a super young kid, but uh, he he you can you can tell that he's hungry, that he wants to uh he wants to be here, that he's somebody who's been working real hard to get himself in a position that he's in. Um, and you know, we're getting to work with him. It, it, it's gonna be fun, or it is fun I suppose. Uh, the match we had, we—I mean, yeah—we worked hard. That's for sure. And uh, I think once he—that's somebody that once he truly finds out kind of who he is as a wrestler, um, he, he's, he's going to be able to do pretty good things, I, I believe. Um, he, he's still young. Um, he's still—he's still growing as a wrestler. I think give him a give him a couple years, uh, maybe even sooner. I mean, he—he's been developing very quickly. He's getting better inside the ring um, and, I mean, off, 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 outside the ring as well. So I, I want nothing but to uh, see him be successful. So and if I can have any part in that, you know, that's great for, for the for the company. So uh, uh, I think he's somebody that's going to turn out to be a pretty, pretty decent wrestler.
1: Hey, that's pretty good as well. Um, also, you know, I was looking at your social media as well. You want a rematch with him.
0: That's right. Yeah, we uh, so we, it came down to a time limit draw, which um, kind of caught us caught us off guard. I right? kind of when you're going through um, your matches and you get all this uh, experience under you, you tend to forget sometimes uh, some of the rules. So TV uh, just TV non-title matches are, are set to a 10 minute time limit. So when we got to the end of our match, we hear one minute remaining. Um, we kind of got ourselves into a scramble trying to beat each other and ended up being a uh, a time limit draw. So um, Dustin is somebody I see as a true competitor, um, somebody who inside the ring, like I said, is going to push himself, push me, and I'm going to push him. So um, at the end of the day, I just want to, I want that rematch because I want to see, you know, who is the, who is the better wrestler
1: that'd be worth seeing as well and speaking since o v w has like uh t v tapings as well um when you first uh, started training and wrestling in o v w as well and you were on t v uh what were you feeling what was it like for you to you know wrestle um on t v it was different uh my very first match with o v w was on t v so
0: i'm um I'd never wrestled a a match before, all I'd done up to that point was training, so this was two and a half, maybe years ago, two years ago, Um, I was just thrown on TV and and, uh, and in a body, so um, I'd been showing up to the TV tapings, helping out where I could, and just, you know, looking to get on TV, looked everybody's everybody's goal at OVW. Um, it just so happened that, that either somebody didn't show up or we were short on time for TV or whatever it was. But they, uh, yeah, they said, hey, we need a guy. Um, can you go out there or can you work? And I was like, well, no, but we'll, uh, I, no, but I said yes. And uh, <laughs> I got myself out there. And, you know, um, a good rule of thumb in wrestling is to always have to gear with you. So I just put my stuff on, uh, went out there, and I had a match with, uh adam slade it was adam slade on tv and actually uh won that match so from there it was kind of the rest was kind of history i think it was just a few weeks after that i was a uh, television champion i won my first television title and uh yeah the kind of the rest is kind of history from there
1: so um w- um do we uh see you um Eyeing for your uh, TV title again, since you uh, you know were three time OVW TV champ, do you um, is there uh, you in the future winning that title again? There's always there's always that possibility. I'm always keeping my
0: eyes open, seeing what's uh, what's out there, what's available, um, and we'll see what the future holds. Um, whether it's television championship, you never know. It could be tag, heavyweight, just wherever the uh, well, I guess wherever the wind takes me.
1: Um, I was watching one of your matches as well, and you submitted, uh, two former tag champs by yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. When was, that was maybe last October. I wrestled, uh, the Entourage 2.0. Uh, is that the one you're talking about?
1: Yeah, that was great. Uh, Dave and Jones. Yeah, that was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun one. Um. Yeah, it was kind of a, a little trick I kind of pulled out of nowhere um, just to see if it would work, and it turned out to work in my favor. Um, typically, I do the uh, the double Boston Crab. Uh, I do a little bit of a modified version of it, more so of like a uh, Chris Jericho lion tamer, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I had these two guys running at me and just kind of dropped and rolled back, and I, I caught them both in a single Crab and uh, made them tap out. And I think it was just a few weeks before that they were, they were tag champs, so... That close to being a tag champion
1: all by myself, I suppose. <laughs> that would have been neat if it if those if they were the tag champs and it was on the line and you would up doing that, and then you'd probably be the first ever in OVW to be the one man tag champ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, and that would have been that
0: would have been a pretty good time. But yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened. It'd have
1: been it'd have been cool to be the first. That would have been wild. That would have been priceless. Everybody in the wrestling world would have been like, "Oh my gosh, what just happened?" <laughs> Um. Also, you had a WWE tryout as well. How did that go? Yeah, I did. So, um,
0: uh, I felt very good about my tryout. I had that in April of this year. Um, They flew me down to Florida, gave me a room to stay in, and um, I mean, essentially, they just uh, they drilled us like crazy for a week and kind of got an idea of who we were as uh, as athletes, and then. the end of the tryout they uh, had us do some matches they basically ran us through an entire NXT show um, with the wrestlers that they had there but it was an awesome experience um, being down in Florida being a performance center it's really it's kind of uh, I mean a, a, as a wrestler that's that's where you want to be so when you first walk in there it's kind of uh, you're kind of in awe for a second um, you walk into the weight room um, and you can see the big uh, the performance center with all the rings on the other side of the weight room, through the glass, there. So I'm just sitting on stone, um, you know, looking through the glass, um, peering across, and you know, there's WWE superstars that are in there. So it, it's all really crazy. It was a it was a really good time. Um, I was very proud of my performance down there. I uh, I mean, just went down there and gave it everything that I had, um, and then a little bit more. And I think with WWE triumphs, I know. At least from what I've been told, it takes a couple times for you to to really get through and, and maybe potentially get signed. So my goal down there was to turn heads. That's what I wanted to do. So I made sure that I I, I just I busted my ass and did everything they asked of me to the best of my ability. And um, I'm pretty sure that I, I caught their eyes. So I was very happy with my performance at the uh, my WWE tryout this past April.
1: That's pretty awesome. I hope you get another chance to go back out there again. And who knows, maybe we'll see you on NXT in the future. I hope so. That's the goal. So if they, if they give me the call, I'll gladly go down there and work with them. That's pretty good. You also got in a ring with uh, Badass Billy Gunn. I did. So episode 1000,
0: yes, I wrestled uh, the, the Badass Billy Gunn um, during our uh, yeah, 1000th episode at 4th Street Live. Um, that was part of our, uh, our heavyweight tournament, I believe for the OVW championship or heavyweight championship. So getting to wrestle somebody like Billy Gunn was, was pretty incredible. Um, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, mid to late, uh, nineties that was, uh, that was big on the scene. So they were WWF, um, over with uh, DX. So. Um, when we're flipping channels back and forth from Monday Night Nitro to Monday Night Raw, uh, Billy Gunn was always somebody that caught your eye. uh, Especially a guy with the catch and, you know, the the funky style that he had and just kind of was just their own out. Just, you know, more or less just a goof who was just out there having, not a goof, but uh, he was just out there having fun and that's something that catches your eye. So, you know, growing up as a kid, that's somebody you want to do. So, um, I blame him for a couple of times. me getting, Getting in trouble in school, um, telling somebody to suck at it or whatever it was, and a teacher hearing it, I kind of blame him for that. But he didn't, uh, he didn't seem to care. So, <laughs> but uh, growing up and uh, you know getting the
1: chance to wrestle somebody that you grew up watching, um, is a really cool experience. Hey, that's pretty awesome. Um, you were also in the first ever OVW combine as well. Yes, um, we had
0: that uh, not too long ago, actually. Um, and I believe this August 3rd, we are announcing the, the drop picks for the OVW combine. So, um, what that means is the people that performed, on uh, in the top 15 of our, our first ever pro wrestling combine will get an opportunity to, uh, go to our trade school, uh, the OVW trade school, the first ever of lot as well. Um, for free so they're going to, those top 15 guys will win that scholarship um, which will be announced August 3rd at um, uh, this week uh, yeah, August 3rd I want to say 11 p.m. Um, that'll be announced but yeah the uh, like I said before our, our, our where we're going with BW um, we're trying to break ground and where are the possibilities are limitless so we're really looking to get ourselves out there and like I said about my tryout, really turn heads. We want people watching us. We want people tuning in. We want to be that top, one of those top promotions up there you know, with Impact Wrestling, WWE, uh, Ring of Honor, all those guys. We want to be right up there with them and there's no reason that we can't be. So this combine that we had um, was to do just that, trying to find these athletes and uh, get our name out there and just try to bring in the best competition that we can so yeah they uh al put us through uh quite the combine there uh really tested us it was uh it kind of reminds me of uh that wwe tried a little bit um, as far as intensity and uh drills and everything that we were going through there so i believe uh we'll get the best that we can out of that and um moving forward i think we're looking to do um, and maybe one or two of those a year. Um, those kind of to kind of where we're at as far as uh, progress and uh, bringing more people in for the trade school that's going to be happening um, here very soon and uh, hopefully build some superstars
1: out of it. Hey, that's pretty awesome. I hope it all works out for you. I mean, Al Snow's a genius. Yeah. Um, also yeah um, also outside the ring when you're not wrestling uh, besides you know walking your dog what else does Randall Floyd enjoy doing oh man um, well I'd give
0: you the typical wrestler answer I like to go to the gym that's uh, it's always been something that's fun for me I like to uh, really push myself inside the gym so it kind of reminds me of uh, of uh, training with wrestling and all that so I like to for for some for some weird weird reason I like to feel miserable, <laughs> so I'll jump on the treadmill for you know twenty minutes and try and get as much mileage out of it as I can, or you know run for an hour, uh, ride the bike, whatever it is. I like to I like to feel that burn. I'm not sure why. Uh, probably something wrong with me, but that's just the way it goes. Um, outside of that, outside of working hard, I like to uh, do absolutely nothing. So. Um, when we get off the phone here, I'm going to, uh, probably sit on the couch and do a whole lot of nothing for the rest of the night. I've, uh, got all my work done in for the day. So pack it in, probably eat something and, uh, call it a night games. I'll probably play some video games. I got some of that going on.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that as well. Um, since you play video, Uh since you play video games, what's your favorite video game of all time?
0: Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, Favorite video game of all time is a a real tough one. I can go with my favorite video game series. is probably Metal Gear Solid. And out of those, Metal Gear Solid 3 is probably the best one. Um, But that's like asking me what my favorite song is, man. That's a tough one. (laughs) I can go by genre or something. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid, uh, the series, I really like those. Uh, The Max Payne series is a lot of fun. Um, I'm a big fan of... uh, classic video games so right now i've got my ps2 out so um i just played some max Payne the other day actually um but i got my ps2 hooked up so i'll see what's on there um and i don't know man
1: that's a tough question (laughs) i know there's so many great video (laughs) there's so many great video games out there as well i mean especially old school games too i mean you know there's a lot of people out there playing you know the old school atari nintendo sega everything uh, I've got all that stuff too, and it's all yeah. Super
0: Nintendo, uh, big, I'm a big Mario fan, so I got the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is a lot of fun for that one. Um, I can go on all day about video games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can. I bet you probably get. I bet you you probably get together with some of your friends and have tournaments as well. <laughs> oh man, in college we have the best.
0: Um, we would. Uh, so, like, the the house we'd always go to, we would set up two TVs in the living room and we put them back to back and we put couches on the opposite sides of the wall there so we'd eat when we would uh, hook up our old Xbox and we would play, like, Halo and Halo 2 against each other inside the, uh, the apartment there. And it was all wrestlers, so it was everybody that was on the wrestling team. So those usually ended in uh, some sort of violence that somebody was accused of cheating or something. But it was a lot of... It was all for fun. But, yeah, we... Uh, yeah, playing playing video games with my friends. is going to sound uh, kind of
1: dorky, but it's kind of uh, some of my favorite memories are uh, playing video games, just sitting on a couch with my friends. And it's pretty good as well. And since <laughs> <laughs> that that is, that, it's it's great. It's fun. You need a lot of competition as well. And you know, like when you were in college, you know, like amateur wrestling as well. When you pursued pro wrestling, um, so what did some of your uh, fellow uh, um, amateur wrestlers think about you getting into the professional wrestling ring. Oh man!
0: Uh, quite honestly, they laughed at me uh, when I um, so I got a lot of them hooked on uh, watching WWE with me um, in <laughs> college. So uh, fighting each other over uh, Halo Two, it was uh, we would sit and we would watch uh, WWE. So like, yeah. I can remember the year, actually. It was 2012, I got them hooked on it. So this is when CM Punk was huge. They all hated CM Punk. I loved them. Um, but I got those guys hooked into wrestling, and I, I remember uh, mentioning, that, like, hey, I'm going to be on there someday, and, it was kinda, gotta and they was kind of got to laugh. That's, uh, you know, that stuff's stupid. And I go, well, you're sitting here watching it, man, um, and we're having a ton of fun. And I, I want to do that one day. So, I mean, they kind of laughed, but um, I don't think they thought I was as serious as I was about it um that was kind of when i uh um revealed myself as a professional wrestling fan it was kind of something i i kept to myself i guess um you called all sorts of names for like stuff like that um especially back in the day so um i guess I was a not a closet wrestling fan to them but um i mean they knew but yeah i guess they kind of they kind of giggled at me
1: but now i'm doing it and they're all very supportive so that's pretty good um yeah there's still guys i talked to
0: today and uh guys that i truly enjoy talking to so
1: have any of them came out and saw you wrestle over at ovw uh
0: i don't know maybe <laughs> uh i'm not sure actually probably not who knows i lived with uh i lived with a couple of them a few years ago so i'm sure they've heard enough about it just from me being at home um uh, when i was still living in indianapolis so uh <laughs>
1: I'm sure they've had enough of it. I don't know. <laughs> if, if they have, if they have come to see match, really appreciate it. Hey, that's pretty good as well. Since there's, <laughs> since there's a lot of great, you know, indie promotions um, out there as well as OVW. Um, what are your thoughts about um, AEW and them finally going on TV on TNT? What do I think about it? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, it, it's going to be. I mean,
0: it's opening up more doors as far as. Uh, um, getting opportunities in, in wrestling. So, um, I mean, it was not too long ago that WWE was, it was, that was it. That was uh, that was everybody's goal. So if you wanted to make any sort of money or have any recognition or whatever it may be, WWE was the end goal. And I think that's kind of shifting now with AEW. Um, it's something that, I mean, again, if they called me and wanted me to be on the show, sure. I'll be there next day, whenever, whenever you need me. So, um, I think it's a, I think it's a huge opportunity for people to, uh, to get more than, you know, just WWE or whatever they watch. Run the part impact. Um, it's, it's good opportunity to, to meet some new superstars that you never really heard of before. Um, and that I mean it could just be, it could be a, a huge opportunity for anybody at, at OVW. Um, you never know. So I think it's great. What's, what's happening with wrestling It's growing. It's getting bigger. Um, it feels like it's starting to get back around where it was, you know, not too long ago, where it was all the talk. I mean, I, people uh, just mention random wrestlers to me all the time that are that are in the business currently, so uh, or at WWE. So it's, I think it's growing. I think it's getting bigger, and I think AEW is uh, something that's just gonna help
1: increase that. That's pretty good as well. So where um, can everybody find you on social media to see what you're going to be doing next?
0: Uh, social media. So, my Instagram and my Twitter is Randall Floyd underscore. You can find me on there. Um, usually, updates on what's going on at uh, at OVW.
1: All right, as well. And where do you see yourself at the end of twenty nineteen and beginning of twenty twenty?
0: Oh man, I've got no idea. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. So, who knows? <laughs> um, I hope to I hope to be uh, you know furthering my. My career as a wrestler. I want to. I want um, being, uh, I guess, the competitor I am. I'm, I'm kind of never satisfied with with the position that I'm in. I mean, I could be at the top of the hill, and I still, I want to keep. I want to keep building myself up even higher. So, I'll uh, whatever it takes to get me up there. That's all I want. So, I want to just be able to get better. I want to be uh, the best that I can be at where I'm at. Um, so. If I'm still at OVW, which is sounds great to me, um, I want to be the best that OVW has to offer. So I'm going to keep working and just build myself to get myself into that position.
1: All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story with me and my listeners.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. This was a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. And everybody else, uh, thank you for listening to Podcast. You can follow WrestlePopcast on Facebook at wpopcast One. On also at Hitting the Marks Podcast Network, PodcastCity.net at PodcastCity Network, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and also Apple Podcasts. Everybody have a great evening.